Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Hans. He didn't give me a specific topic that he wanted me to cover on PayPal, so I'm going to cover something that's been on my mind for a little while, and a new addition to my prostitution series. This one is about prostitution in America. The first thing to remember about the United States is that there is only one place that allows legal brothels and prostitution, and that place is the state of Nevada. And there are only certain counties in Nevada that allow prostitution. The first time I stumbled upon a brothel in Nevada was about four years ago in the northwest part of that state. I was on my way to Death Valley when along the road I spotted the Cherry Patch Ranch 2. I had to stop there with some friends as it was the only place that we could get gasoline along that particular highway. This place was so remote that if we didn't stop there to fill up our gas tank, we would have literally ran out of gas. As we pulled up to the gas station, we saw a trucker leading one of the prostitutes outside into his parked truck. They were about to conduct their business transaction. My naive friend Tom said, wow, I can't believe the trucker brings his wife along when he gets his jobs. In all honesty, I'm not sure if he actually saw the prostitution signs or those for the brothel before he made his comments. While the car was automatically filling up with gasoline, I went outside and took some pictures of the signage around the brothel and then went into the gas station to pay for my gas. When I went inside, there were life-size blow-up dolls of aliens next to life-size blow-up dolls of naked women. It was the most surreal thing I've seen in a long time and wish I had taken pictures of it. I didn't really understand why there were alien souvenirs, but apparently only a few dozen miles east is where Area 51 is located. I learned about this when I finally got home and checked out the brothel on the map of Nevada. The thing to remember about visiting brothels in Nevada is that they are nowhere near Reno or Las Vegas. You usually have to drive at least an hour outside of each city before you find them. And I just accidentally happened to stumble upon this particular one. There were no ads that I saw in Las Vegas alerting me to brothels outside in the barren wastelands of Nevada. And this is my third trip visiting Nevada. Anyways, the brothels in Nevada are supposedly regulated, and the girls there get regular checkups. I'm not sure if I believe that, as the brothels are so far away from civilization in most cases. I get the feeling that out there, the closest thing to doctors are actually veterinarians. So it kind of makes me wonder about sexually transmitted diseases. Entering the Cherry Patch Ranch 2 involved going in through the gas station, and there's basically a bar in the back. The girls are just there hanging out at the bar, and you can go right up to their stools and start talking to them. I took a quick peek inside the brothel, paid for my gas, and then left for the rest of my journey onto Death Valley. And I didn't think too much more about it. The first time I visited Las Vegas, I distinctively remember being handed tiny little escort agency comp cards while walking up and down the strip. I remember getting literally hundreds of these tiny little flyers. They kind of reminded me of a cross between baseball cards and business cards. You would see a mostly naked image of a woman with a star-shaped graphic covering her goods. And the friends I went with about 10 years ago joked that the girls would arrive at your hotel room faster than a pizza. You could have sex with them, they would leave, and the pizza would show up just in time after you worked up an appetite. Fast forward about six or seven years into the future, and the Las Vegas economy had crashed in 2009, 
and the escorts were wandering around in the hotels looking for the rare client. The business had completely changed. In 2003, there were private jets flying into Las Vegas almost every single minute. You could just stand by the airport and see tons of small business jets flying in VIPs. However, in 2009, I saw only a handful of private jets flying people in. The mood had completely changed, and the girls were extremely aggressive as a result. The unemployment rate in the city was upwards of 15%, and the economy was basically collapsing. I remember walking into the Luxor Hotel, and the girls were grabbing me and asking me where my room was. I got a sense of desperation in the air. They were even doing soft solicitations in the airport in Texas. What they would do is find cheap flights out of cities like Dallas and Los Angeles and other feeder airports and then flirt and talk to men on the airplanes before they even arrived in Las Vegas. I'm guessing the idea was to get their money as soon as they arrived in the city. They had probably worked out the cost of their flights into the equation as well. And my friend Tom was the target of one of these girls. She sat in the middle seat so that she had the opportunity to talk to two different people, and one of them being him. She started talking to the guy next to the window, trying to get all friendly. And then when he didn't respond, she started talking to Tom, who was sitting in the aisle seat. I thought to myself, something weird is going on here. Why was she giving him all of this attention? She ended up following him like a puppy dog in the airport baggage claim. And then I jokingly said to him that she wanted to drug him and take his kidneys. At that point, he must have realized that she was an escort. Shortly thereafter, she finished propositioning to him. He said no, and she went off and started speaking to other guys at the airport. I guess that's what they call a soft sell in the escort business. She was in her early 20s, tall, attractive, and well-spoken. And she probably goes from city to city selling her services and hustling sex for money. Now getting back to the issue of Nevada and the bunny ranches, Canada is getting close to completely decriminalizing prostitution at the end of the year, and apparently the owner of the bunny ranch wants to put some of them up here in Canada as well. I think if that happens, many of the prostitutes working in the United States are going to start coming up to Canada, no pun intended. Most of the prostitutes up here in Canada are unattractive, so it will probably mean that Canadian escorts and prostitutes will have to lower their prices. The cost of sex as a result will plummet across the continent. If the legalization of prostitution goes through in Canada, then the United States will probably follow suit and start decriminalizing the solicitation of sex in that country as well. I can't wait for the day when men can pay for sex and not have to worry about police or STDs. And the price of vagina futures will fall on the open market, if you know what I mean. So go ahead, Mortimer, sell. If that happens, the obscure cherry ranch-type brothels in the desert of Nevada will be seen across the entire continent. Today, they are like an oasis of boobs in a barren landscape. And with the help of the free market, sex will be sold like any other service in America. In an America where the cost of living is rapidly rising, most men can't afford a full-time wife. So prostitutes and escorts will become a more practical alternative to getting married. And the real winners in prostitution and the business of prostitution will be organized crime as the sale of sex is mostly a cash-based business. And I'm sure that many prostitutes will try to avoid the health checks that are implemented as a result. But with Obamacare, the price of health coverage will probably rise as more and more sex workers get themselves checked out in increasing amounts. It used to be that prostitution, gambling, and tattoos were all marginalized activities in America. 
and they were looked down upon. Older generation used to call Detroit the engine of America, and Las Vegas the armpit of America. Somewhere along the way, the culture shifted, and today Detroit is considered the armpit of America, and Las Vegas, in some ways, is considered the engine of America. Gambling and financial instruments, as well as sexual services, have become the American economy, and the manufacturing jobs are basically becoming marginalized as a result. There's also an interesting article called Nine Things You Didn't Know About American Prostitution. And it makes you think that the big losers in prostitution will be the pimps if prostitution becomes legal. The prostitutes will probably jump ship and work at brothels or in sex districts instead of working with their pimps. According to this article, which I'm putting in the description below, the highest paid pimps are in Atlanta and Denver. They make over $30,000 per week in cash flow. So if brothels start popping up all over the country, you can sure bet that pimps won't be happy and will start losing clients and hoes. And you can sure bet that the government will be seeking out taxes from brothel owners. The coming legalization of prostitution in America would basically be a cash grab for cash-strapped governments. Cities have tried it with casinos and will probably start doing the same once prostitution is legalized in Canada and then subsequently America. The article goes on to say that pimps build relationships and use the word of mouth to spread their message. But brothels won't need the same type of promotion. Most likely, entire red light districts will pop up out of nowhere, and strip clubs and casinos will probably start opening up their own brothels on site. This, I believe, is the future of prostitution in America. They might even include client checkups inside the brothels, or for both the johns and the prostitutes. Anything is possible if there's enough money in this particular business. I was also surprised that being a pimp and hoe was considered a family business in many parts of America. You can sure bet that if it ever becomes legal, the regulated brothels will move in like Walmart and Target and shut down the literal mom-and-pop shops and put them out of business. If a big company started a chain of brothels, I'd probably invest in the stock or pay for a franchise fee and get one started myself. Again, if prostitution becomes legal in America, the next American billionaire could be a brothel owner or one that owns a chain of them. Anything is possible. These are just some of the scenarios that are playing out in my head. I'd love to hear everyone's comments, so please share your experiences of prostitution and escort services in America in the YouTube forum below. Anyways, thanks again to Hans for his donation, and thank you everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.